Hi everyone, welcome to the Healing Arts First Podcast. Um, my name is Kara and I'm here with my friend and client Megan and we are going to talk to you a little bit today about what past life regression is, um, how it works, and just give you a little background on that. So here's Megan. Hey everyone, my name is Megan. I'm an artist here in Brooklyn and I have the privilege of doing a past life regression with Kara and I can't wait to share that with you but before we start that we are going to learn a little bit about what past life regression is so Kara what is past life regression so past life regression is something that I think a lot of people have heard of in passing or have read about but maybe don't necessarily know like exactly what it is or I get asked a lot of times when I tell people that I do this work, they are always like, oh, what is that? Um, What does that entail? So I think this is a really good place to kind of explain that um, and just explain what I do so that people can have a better understanding of that. Um, Yeah. And I guess, so to start, I would say past life regression is, there's a lot that goes into it, but you don't have to believe in reincarnation. You can. You don't have to have any type of like religious background or spiritual background. You can really come in, just with no idea about it. You can. It doesn't. You don't have to be any specific type of person. But what it can do is it can help you get past fears or like lifelong issues that you've had that traditional therapy hasn't worked for. Um, Or if you're just curious to learn about who you were in a past life, it can be very helpful for that. Um, But basically what it is, is a one and a half hour session where a client comes in and we will go into, I'll have them go into a, like a relaxation and then um, start asking them questions about memories that they've had from childhood and keep going backwards and backwards until they um, remember a past life. And then I'll just ask them questions about what they're seeing and we will talk about that. So it's kind of what it is, briefly. It's interesting what you said that past life regression therapy can help with, um, you know, healing in ways that traditional therapy can't. Mm -hmm. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, so everybody has what's called the subconscious. Um, This is kind of, it's talked about a lot by the therapist Carl Jung, who really goes into that with shadow work and archetypes. Um, all All of these metaphors, which are kind of another way of explaining your subconscious, which can also be called the unconscious. Um, there's some overlap there, but basically when you go to therapy, for a fear or for an issue that you might be having, whatever you're talking about to that therapist is in your conscious mind, not your subconscious. So if it's already in your conscious mind and you've been working on it and it's not getting any better, you might need to go deeper into your subconscious, which is not easy to access when you're in your regular, awake, normal state. It's kind of a place where you have to be a little bit you have to either be super calm or you have to be in like a little bit of an altered state to get to that point. So that's what past life regression does so well. Are there any other modalities that 
kind that compare to past life regression that people might be able to understand a little bit more because I feel like sometimes when when you say past life regression people immediately dismiss it because they might not believe in past lives or they mm-hmm. might not have that so is there anything that's it's similar to well I wouldn't say there's anything that it's really really similar to but it is similar in a lot of ways to like a hypnotherapy or hypnosis in the the sense that that's like a portion of what we do at the beginning of the session to get you into a really relaxed, calm space where you're able to access that information. But other than that, it's not really that similar to anything else. It's more of a, like the reason why a lot of people want to know their past lives is like, it's not always for an issue or a problem. Like a lot of times people just want to know who they were, or even if you don't believe in that, like, what is in your dreams or your subconscious that you can't access like people want to find out that information so what i'm hearing you say is there is a lot of data and information that our conscious mind can't access and it's helpful for us to create space to access that information yes absolutely that's exactly what i'm saying so You know, people all have really different reasons for coming in to me. Like, I've had clients who come in so many different reasons. You know, everything I've heard from, I have this, like, lifelong fear that I've been trying to get rid of and I've been trying to work on it, but it's not getting better. Or they're just interested. They're like, I just want to know who I was. Like, was I famous? Which, you're you're probably not famous, guys. Newsflash, that's not that common. People think that they are, but Rob's not. Delusions of grandeur. (laughs) We all have them. It is common, though, for people to be poor. That is a very common thing. You know, a lot of people think like, oh, am I making this up in my head? Like when they come in, they're like, you know, they might be a little skeptical and then they'll do it. And what I see from people time and time again is like right after the session, they're so shocked because they're like that was so crazy it felt so real almost like how a dream feels like when you wake up from a dream and you're like oh my god what was that you know what I mean so people are people are just always surprised at that I think you know you had yours I did like how did you feel when you were done like didn't you feel like it was so real I did I felt like it was a very visceral experience like my body had been through what I was experiencing and it felt like a memory as opposed to something very distant but it was like a visceral memory in in a way that felt a little far away but I still like like in that it was so long ago but I could really relate to the sensations and the emotions and um and you know mine was so visual too like Mm -hmm. I really saw a lot that was you know such an indication of like the time it was in my social class and how that changed and I felt that it was just a very, like, um, it was relatable and that I knew in some way I had experienced it. Dreams, dreams to me sometimes feel a little bit further than that because they're so wild and Mm -hmm. whimsical in some way. 
But I guess that's what I wanted to ask you when you were talking about that is like, what is the difference? Because when I was going through it, it was dreamlike in mm-hmm. how I was visualizing Like it. there are dream qualities of it where... But it's but still it's, different. It's different. So what's the difference between dreaming and, and visualizing your past life regression? And to be clear, something that you said to me was... You know, not everybody visualizes it. Right. Mine was overtly visual, perhaps because I'm a visual artist in this lifetime. But um, but what's the difference between dreaming and past life regression? So dreaming is dreaming is different in the sense that when you go to bed, you you know you've had a day, you've had a whole day, and you've had a lot of information come into your brain throughout that day. And your brain needs a break after your day. Like that's why we sleep every night just to give your brain that time and your body that time to reboot, recharge, heal, like do whatever it needs to do. So it's different because when you're dreaming, a lot of times it will be like snippets of things from your day that your brain is trying to work out or, you know, just there's many different things that you could be dreaming about um, that aren't necessarily relative, like that don't apply to anything that you're really doing. Like you could wake up and from a nightmare but that's not necessarily gonna reflect like a memory or like anything real it's your brain process yeah exactly it's just your brain trying to filter through tons of info that you get throughout the day or there's many things that dreams do it's so that's what's different about it whereas like in past life regression when you're having this experience it's more of a like you said a distant memory But the reason why I compare the two, especially with clients who have never done it before, is because when you finish with a past life regression, it's super clear and crisp in your head. But as you like live, as you continue to like have another day, another day, it kind of fades away just in the same way that a dream would. And with clients who are very visual and have a visual experience, it can be compared to a dream in that sense as well, because dreams you know if you're not someone who meditates all the time dreams are pretty much the only place where you have very vivid clairvoyance like a visualization where you see something with your eyes closed so that's why I compare it to a dream because when you're having a past life regression it's the same clairvoyance that you use you're seeing something with your eyes closed does that make sense Yeah. So what do you think is the importance? Like, why do you think that sense of clairvoyance is important? Or what do you feel it can offer to people who do it? I mean, there are so many benefits to using that specific sense of clairvoyance. But, you know, as we were, you had mentioned earlier, it's not all clients who necessarily will see um, their past life. Like, super clearly with their eyes like a lot of times people will expect that because that's what we expect when we're told oh you're gonna have you're gonna see your past life but a lot of people will get feelings like clairsentience like there's there are many ways you know there's clairaudience which is hearing or there's different ways of knowing like where you just get an intuition like your sense of intuition kicks in and you will know oh okay I live during this time but you might not necessarily see it. So I think I think most people do. I would say like 50% of people do. And the rest have different experiences. It feels like it feels like we have these offerings all the time, but we live in a society that 
doesn't allow us to trust them. Like offerings in sense of like intuition and, and being so connected to these other parts of ourselves. But we live in a society that, you know, doesn't really like support you when you say like absolutely I had this wild (laughs) vision people are like what like that person's crazy like they are yeah it's very dismissed yeah totally which is you know that's it's really sad I think because intuition is so important especially especially for women where I think a lot of women will feel like that's not a valid form of of information and they will ignore that whereas like men this is speaking super generally but I feel like a lot of times men will say like oh I have a feeling in my gut like I know this is the right thing and they don't think of it as intuition but it is the same thing but when you think oh women's intuition like a mother knows best type thing people think that's like not real like people dismiss it whatever but that is so important that is how you know right from wrong you can navigate the world you can trust that and I think people just don't listen to that enough Mm -hmm. it's almost like past life regression offers you a space to listen to what comes up for sure and it's a space where you know when you have that experience it is so firsthand to you like it's different from normal therapy because it's not me telling you like oh you should do this you should not that therapy is that but you know what I mean like it's getting input from a third party whereas this is just really it's just me guiding you through an experience that you're having so you can trust yourself more than you would trust anyone else hopefully and it's not me feeding you any type of information it's literally you getting that information and me leading you through it so it's much more it's much more firsthand than a regular therapy session would be and I think when when people let go of their expectations about you know maybe like a Hollywoodized version of what past life regression is supposed to look like where you go on this like intense magic carpet ride through Mm -hmm. you know and it's all very clear and visceral I really think that you know, from what we've been talking about thus far, that past life regression is a, it's a portal into this other part of your psyche that you don't oftentimes get access to. Right. And it introduces you to um, thoughts and feelings and sensations that, um, that you have experienced in some way. Like, you know, I think that in some ways... I, for me, I have to, I believe in, in past lives. Um, so I believe that there are things that my spirit has experienced Mm -hmm. that are not a part of this lifetime, but, but your soul is a continuous factor throughout each life. So you might not have the exact memory of it right now in your conscious mind, but you think that like, you know, each life is like a pearl on a string kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I feel like after our past life regression session, it made me realize that I am a, um, I am a spirit in that I am an energy, mm-hmm. and th- I mean energy very purely as we think about 
like turning on a light switch. For sure. Like I am that is what we are. And then we're in this human body. Like yeah, we're housed for in this sure. human body, but this is not our natural. And the brain is the computer. Right. So it's like we have this computational system that processes the the things that are going on outside of us. And then our meat suit, our body right. is what allows us to sense to like that. experience it. Yeah. With taste, touch, hearing. All of our senses. All of these senses that we have. But, you know, what, so it's, it's almost like you have to have these modalities of past life regression to guide you to, like, sift through all of this external data. The information that's coming in. Well, that's what I think is so, you know, it's so valid and it's so important. Like, I would say, for me, the experiences I've had where I've given myself past life regression have been some of like the most important experiences in my life because they've given me that insight into like, what do I want? What am I doing? Why am I here? Like, what is my purpose? You know, where in this world that we all live in, there's so much access to anything we want. Like, what is the job that we're meant to do? You know, I could be a chef, I could be an artist, I could be this, that, whatever. Like, there's so much, there's so many options. It's really hard, I think, for people to know really what their purpose is or, like, why they're even here or about their relationships or, like, if they've had issues that have been going on throughout other past lives. Like, are they bringing that karma over from one life to another to another, just like a dead weight on them where you want to get rid of that? Like, that's not... A way to go through life and that's what past life regression really helps you do which is cool like get rid of all of that yeah. stuff or at least become aware of it mm, I think awareness is big yeah like I, I feel like what I got from mine was like really recognizing that um, the surficial pursuits that we believe to be measures of success Mm -hmm. are not actually measures of success and again it was like this reminder that like we are these balls of energy Mm -hmm. that get to experience pizza on planet earth and like cats trees trees and and nature and the color green yeah totally it's like it's not so we're so focused on money and notoriety. It's like things in the outer world that we think we desire, but actually people can be totally happy with whatever they have. I mean, that's not really the purpose of life. I mean, that like money and stuff makes it more fun and better, but like not not always. So what's been like a big um transformation that you've seen in a client? through a past life regression therapy? You know, I've seen really crazy stuff. Like, I've seen someone who was absolutely terrified of water through their whole life. Like, from when they were born, this this woman, like, she... Like, she, she was fearful when she was taking showers? When she was a baby, like, her earliest memory was being screaming, like, being terrified of taking a bath. And that's just, you know, really not... A super normal thing like you wouldn't normally especially as a baby yeah. yeah um and she was just always really scared she had been in years and years of therapy to try and understand where that came from and like work with it and she just kept saying like no matter what I did 
it kind of just got worse. Like the more I would focus on it and the more I'd work on it, it was harder to face. And I think that was really hard for her to go through life like that because, you know, anytime she wanted to like go swimming or hang out with her friends on a boat or like do anything in the water, even like daily to take a shower was stressful for her. Um, so when we did her past life regression, she was she fit she was able to see where that came from which was like another life that she had where she was um a little boy in this like super old town it was like made of stone I think and she was with her dad and they had like a really great relationship and she she must have been like four as a little boy in this old town in Europe somewhere and I guess a flood had come through and she was um, killed and she was like drowned in this flood that came through the streets and like she was just like struggling to breathe and struggling for air and just died in this really horrific way and she was able to understand the root of that fear and I think through that understanding she was able to really work with it and now she like swims around and stuff (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing yeah she goes in the pool she goes to the beach like she's not scared anymore so it gave her a a, it gave her a place to understand that fear right I think we're always searching for meaning and we're trying to understand ourselves and when something is inexplicable it's very hard for the human mind to like, to reckon it with it. Yeah, because like, it's infinite, right? Yeah. There's an infinite amount of possibilities. It's like there's death. A, it's like the right. fear of death. You know, like people are scared of dying because there's absolutely no solid proof of anything about what happens when you die. I mean, obviously tons of people have theories, but that's, you know, there's no proof. If You know what I'm saying? Like that is the ultimate fear where people are like, there is no way to understand what happens. Which is so funny to me always because, like, at the end of the day, like, you're dead. You're not, like, you're not. But it's that, it's that mental, like, it's that viewpoint where people, especially in our society, are so stuck, which is like, they don't see that their consciousness will continue or their energy will continue. They think that this body is it. Like, this body is it. Once this is gone, I will be... It's that's over. There's nothing. That's so interesting you said consciousness and energy. Because I feel like after our energy healing session, I really was able to see what I feel to be a difference between consciousness and energy. Oh, My for sure. My energy has consciousness right right now right but consciousness is a part of my humanness it's a part of my awareness my energy without the body that it's in right now I'm not really sure what it would look like I almost kind of envision it as like an orb of light right and that's you viewing it through the lens of a human being like because there's I personally think there's so much there's infinite you know, expressions of that energy. There's infinite possibilities of what happens with your energy after you die. Like, I don't know. No one knows, but it has to go somewhere. And I don't think it dies with your human body. I don't think so either. maybe it's a place that we can't comprehend from our humanness. You know what I mean? Our feeble human mind. Yeah, exactly. Which would make total sense. That's in the movie Soul. I feel like... Have you seen Soul? No. Oh my God, it's so great. 
Soul is such a great movie. And oh, is that a like an animated? It's movie? a Pixar movie. Oh, I think Ray saw it. She's it's like, you have to so see it. So awesome. <laughs> but the the this character goes to the great beyond, and then there are you know these beings that that t- that have to kind of simplify themselves and for the human mind to understand mm-hmm. because it's so complex. Yeah, for sure. And it's so like interesting. But I think what you said be- when we started this whole conversation was like um past life regression therapy gives you access to these different levels of consciousness. Right, exactly. So the- and that was so cool for me to like like, you know, living in, like, New York City, tr- trying to pay rent, surviving in capitalism, you know, trying to, like, sustain life, mm-hmm. it disallows sometimes for you to kind of get quiet and access that that's, that consciousness. But Well, that is, like, the society we live in is the absolute opposite of what we're talking about. Like, this is not something that is valued probably because... You know, it's inner work. It's not outer work. Where in our society we value so much that outer work of what have you done today? What have you accomplished? What have you made? How much money did you get? Like, it's really all you know, about it's all about that. So, so of course our society is not going to value any type of, you know, they'll work you until you are like exhausted and you're burnt out. Like that is totally normal. Right. Who in New York City do you know that's not burnt out? Like, if there's very few people. I don't think I've ever had a conversation with somebody here that's, like, not about how busy they yeah. are or how much they're working or how... Like, I've never talked to somebody and they're like, I have so much time. No. I sat around today. <laughs> I drank tea. I mean, I'm like that, but... I know. You know I, I still have do... my own, like, New Yorkness to For me. For sure. But, but I think, like... In order to... But to survive here, yeah. like, you gotta work. But I also think, like, you know, even for me, it's been programmed into me for so many years that you your value is directly related to what you accomplish. And I think that is so false. And it's so dangerous to teach children that because you're valuable no matter what you do. Like you are just your inherent being alive is yeah, being is alive is valuable. valuable. Like enjoying the world right. that you live in is so valuable. It's and it really teaches not about you that like your value is contingent on doing a b c d. Like that's not that is not healthy. No. No. We do live in that world though. I noticed that I've really learned that this summer just interacting with so many people who are just so different than I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to me, a successful day is so different than a successful day for many other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love living. Like, I love, like, living. You know, what people you know, might say like... is, like, the humdrum stuff. But I love waking up and, like, my first sip of matcha is so beautiful. And, like, feeling the sun on my skin. And... Um, and those are just like simple, very like things that everyone can do no matter where you live. But I think so many times people are so busy that they don't stop to really enjoy or savor those things because they're just like trying to get it done as quickly as possible and move on to the next thing. And, you know, it's not like a fun experience. It's more of just like 
I have to do this and this and this and this and then go to work and then get on the subway after and then go home and then go to this dinner or go to this event and then come home and then I pass out and then I have to wake up and do it. It's like stressful just saying it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so how do you feel like, how do you feel past life regression therapy can really help people? Well, I think as you said before, you know, as we were talking about, I think it can really give people that time and space to slow down and kind of just observe their mind, observe their thoughts. You know, that's just the very basic, basic, like, benefit of it. But I think there's so much richness and there's so many areas where you can have that opportunity to go deep and explore your the way that your mind works and see, you know, all of these experiences that you had in the past that are very valuable to you now. Like, you know, what I always tell clients is don't go into this experience with an expectation. Like a lot of people think, oh, you know, I'm super drawn to like the 1970s. Like I love bell bottoms. I love the music. I love this. And they're like, I know. I am convinced that I was like this, this, disco queen in the 70s and I did this and that and I'm like okay but you're gonna be so disappointed if you see yourself as like a nurse during the civil war like wrapping up people's pussy bandages (laughs) you know what I mean like so I try to tell people don't go into it with an expectation you can take those uh indications of things you're super interested in as a good sign that you probably did have a life at that point But you're not necessarily going to see that specific life when you come in. What you're going to see is what is most relevant to you right now in your life. I think I I was telling you this before when you came in. Remember, I was like, whatever you see is relevant to you now. So if you came in in a week, you'd probably have a different, like a different past life that you see. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of just like your higher self or your spirit guides or whatever you want to call it, showing you what is going to be most helpful to you right now, Mm -hmm. irrelevant or important, like whatever is going to, whatever you need to see. Mm -hmm. So what do you say to people who are ostensibly non-believers, people who don't believe in the benefits of, um, you know, maybe they, they might not even believe in the benefits of meditation. They're, they're not, they're atheists. They mm-hmm. are very caught up in the corporal and superficial aspects of life. How would you try and bring them into doing a past life regression therapy? Or do you feel that maybe they don't, if you're not open to it, it won't work? Yeah, so I mean, I do, I definitely think that you can't like force someone. They have to be a li- at least a little bit interested. You can't like, you know, you really can't force someone, but I think that there are ways to present it where it's more mainstream, I guess you would say, so people can understand it a little bit more from their point of view. Because there are different ways of explaining it. There are different ways of presenting it. Like, you know, there are certain people who are who are atheists. I was atheist, actually, for so long. Like, since I was 14, I was super diehard atheist until maybe, like, four or five years ago. And that, I, I think in that place where I was, 
I didn't associate, I wouldn't have associated past life regression necessarily with like having to believe in an afterlife. So I probably would have been open to it if someone had presented it to me, you know, as some way to learn more about yourself, which I think anyone would be interested in learning. I mean, most people are interested in understanding themselves better unless you're really, really running from who you are, which some people are, but I just think it's all about the way you present it. So, yeah. I'm thinking of like, I want to like make up a character, you know, like, like <laughs> Brad is Brad from Tahoma. Brad is a 42 year old divorced hedge fund manager mm-hmm. who stares at computers all day and is obsessed with making money. And, you know, but he feels a little bit lost. Mm-hmm. So how would you maybe tell him like, hey, maybe past like life regression could be something that works for you. Like, what would your pitch look like? So I'm not, I'm definitely not someone who's super comfortable with like selling myself or my work. Like that is so out, like so far out of my wheelhouse. I'm definitely, I'm not like usually trying to pitch someone. <laughs> um, mostly I think just because I'm not comfortable with it. Like I don't want to force someone to do something they're, they don't want to do. But I think that if I were to talk to Brad, um, who was feeling lost, I would probably tell him that this is something that can help you navigate your way out of that feeling. And if you are interested mm-hmm. in moving past that, this might help you. And like, you know, some people aren't interested in moving past a feeling and that is a comfort place for them to spend their lives. But to me, that's kind of sad. Like, I hope that you want to move past that. So why not give something a try that you might not know about, I guess, (laughs) would be my pick. Yeah, I love that. And I love, you know, after this conversation, I really kind of see past life regression as as something that doesn't have to be so narrowly defined Mm -hmm. as past life regression it's really more opening yourself up to a myriad and variety of different experiences that you're you are attuned to and that was something that I felt like I walked away from our session and my experience with past life regression really asking myself like what did I tap into and mm-hmm. what was that? Mm-hmm. And there was a part of my my desire for like hard and tangible evidence, which data. is so hard yeah, to and like, ev- like in this stuff. But I, but at the end of the day, I tapped into something. And you tapped into it, which is the special thing. It's like I didn't do it for you; you did it. So mm-hmm. it's more, it's more like solid that it was coming from you than if it was coming from me. And there was an experience and there was a message, but it didn't, I I almost feel like for me to only narrowly put it in this tunnel of past life regression Mm -hmm. almost limits the potential of what that experience could be. Like there are just so many, like we're just living, we are aware of only so much. I mean, it's like a, a one dimension. You know, we're in 3D. We're in third dimension, which is 
we can see things, we can feel things, whatever, we can sense, smell, all of the above. But then there's 4D, 5D, 6D, all the way, it keeps going. And that's not something that we can necessarily understand or perceive, but it exists. Yeah, and I think that past life regression is just an awakening um, or an opening into another realm or dimension or whatever it is that you can really like get in tune with these other spheres of experience, whatever consciousness. they might be, of yeah. consciousness, of awareness. I mean, and just to ask you, because I'm, I'm pretty curious about this, but I think it seemed like you found the most, like your excitement about our session was really based in like your experience transitioning out of your body like the death scene the death experience of your past life you know when you were moving from your past life to into death and that yeah 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 I mean I think I think our session was really pivotal for me because it really helped me have this connection to this other understanding of myself and when I mean myself I mean my you know at the your at true that, self my true self like your higher self my myself out of the body myself out of the mind your soul my spirit my mm-hmm. essence my soul whatever makes this whole light switch happen right and I think for me, I you know, we had talked about it after the session, but it was very clarifying for me to recognize the, again, like the limitlessness of where the soul can go mm-hmm. or what the soul can experience. It's amazing, right? It's crazy. It's amazing. It's like, it's boundless. Yeah. And I, I didn't really, I didn't really have a, an educated understanding of, of, you know, like starseed and um, extraterrestrial, like Pleiadian, being, yeah, like Lemurian, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. things. And I feel like for me, that death scene and like you know when my when my spirit or when that energy was leaving the body, it just it I could, it I still think about it all the time. Like it was stretching. It was kind of like the genie in Aladdin. Like, it came out and was just, like, bopping everywhere. And then it literally went into space. Like, it was gone. And it had this idea of where it was going. And it was just really clarifying for me to... It was very comforting Mm -hmm. more than anything. It was comforting to recognize that the... I, I have been disillusioned by only narrowly focusing on my life as a human. Mm-hmm. And my past life regression really helped me see that there are other ways that my spirit has experienced what we call life mm-hmm. or being alive right. that I haven't even been able to tap into yet. Which is like, you know, to me that's so special because that is like, the like you said, it's the portal to this other realm, this other dimension that most people you know, are probably really interested in and would probably love to experience but don't know how or don't know how to access it or don't know where to find it. And this is that portal that lets you see what you haven't been able to see. And then from there, it's kind of a jumping off point to other experiences because you've 
been there. You've done it. So you know how to access that. That's what I think when I when I reflect on past life regression, it's just that opening to that reflection. And and also, you know, creating a really nurturing space where you can say things and mm-hmm. have them be accepted and have them be understood or or maybe not even understood but just accepted mm-hmm. and allowed. Like there's no judgment. Right. There's no and there's no defined element like you were listening and you weren't trying to like define it at all Well, that's really important actually for a past life actually for any type of therapist I think because once you as a therapist try to like push someone into a certain label or place like that is you controlling their narrative and that's really unacceptable like that is not that is you putting something in someone's head. That's not their true essence or their true who they are. And that's something you really want to avoid as a therapist because it doesn't give them the freedom to like express themselves, really. Right. And I, I think that when you're thinking about the multidimensionality of this boundlessness, there is this, there, like that, that whole thing we were talking about earlier with intuition and how mm-hmm. we live in a society that you have to be very careful how you say things that rely on intuition and feeling. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a safe space and you go on this journey of your past life regression, you, know, you really need that cultivated space to be able to say whatever comes to mind mm-hmm. because that's the, that's the opening. Like there is this infinite, limitless, Place right or places many or places many places yeah. that we go to you know I had a client who actually <laughs> this was so funny because we were doing a past life regression but she went to the future instead of the wow. past and we were trying to figure out because I was like I was so confused and then I was like is this your future and she was like wait I think it's my future that's so wild like what it, was that like like what happened it was just, I think it was just like her mind going to a place that was safe to her and it was something that gave her a lot of comfort to know okay I can feel safe in knowing that my future is like super secure and and really encompasses what I want it to and it was really interesting because it it was her future not too far in the future. So it wasn't like her as a 90-year-old woman. It was like her as a 40-year-old. So it gave her a lot of insight into like, the way that she could change some things to make her a little bit healthier right now or just give her comfort into knowing that like I'm going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, past, it, it just past life regression, it feels, is just this you know, validation or this lesson mm-hmm. or it's it's kind of opening yourself up to the messages that you need to receive from whatever you choose to believe in. Right. Or choose to be open to. And you it's it's almost like just like working out is so important for the body and eating well is so important for the body and, and right. you're not feeling stressed. It's it's I think doing this kind of modality of therapy is for the so, mind. For the mind. Yeah. And this and the and consciousness and the soul. Yeah. For all of that. Which I think again, like our society doesn't really put a lot of importance into. And it's just as important as the body, if not more. Because our mind controls 
every aspect of our lives you know unless you're super conscious and you're really paying attention to where your mind goes and how aware you are and like that's important as well but I just think people don't value that enough absolutely I feel like we've covered so much me too I'm really excited that this was the first um pod that, that I've done yeah. and thank you so much for coming on I'm so thank happy thank you for letting me ask you all these amazing questions and yeah. being so open to it I I feel that after experiencing it there is something unequivocally valuable about doing past life regression therapy and being open to whatever comes right like not being upset if it's not the way that you thought it was going to be but really allowing yourself to be connected to the experience and mm-hmm. to whatever happens and and like the the simplicity of um you know like feeling the sunshine on your face in the morning is like right. feeling the the simplicity and also maybe the complexity of doing this so i i think it's so valuable i'm so happy you do it I'm so glad that you that that's what you took away from it because I think it is really valuable and I just think if more people did it they'd be able to see that and experience it themselves. So I'm just hoping that more people will do it. Yeah, I think when more people realize that we have these very structured ideas of what it is supposed to be mm-hmm. and and realizing that by letting go of them you're opening yourself up to a different conversation with yourself. That's what I think, that's what I feel is the most important part of of maybe how to, you know, sell this to people or share well, this with people. Well, I think, I mean, like, what you're describing is like attachment, you know? So people are, people are so attached to their identities. Like that is the one thing that people cling on to for dear life. Like this is who I am. And this is not going to change. And I think that really limits you. Like, so as, you know, if you, if you were to look into like Ram Dass, who is one of my very favorite people, he really talks a lot about like, you can't really come into alignment until you are nobody, until you release that identity and you don't identify with any specific thing because that is attachment and that is going to hold you back every single time. Absolutely. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but thank you again so much. And I am so excited that the most wonderful Megan was here for this first pod. And I will be back to you guys next week with another fabulous guest. So I hope you guys have the best week ever and party and have so much fun. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.